Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. I am Jordan Hall, and as always, I am joined by the dynamic Joe Flores, our Flyers pre- and post-game live producer. Joe, the 2021 Stanley Cup final is in the books. The Lightning are the now two-time defending champs. Uh, an impressive run by them. A fun Stanley Cup final, even though it was only five games. And now we truly, truly, truly shift gears toward next season. So we've talked a lot about the expansion draft coming up in July. We've talked a lot about free agency coming up at the end of July. But we're going to hit on the trade market a little bit today, Joe. We figured why not? That's a, a very popular avenue the Flyers could take in order to get better next season, make improvements, and get back into the playoffs. Flyers fans all know the name Seth Jones right now. The defenseman on the Blue Jackets, probably one of the most, if not the most popular name on the trade market right now in the NHL. We're going to look outside of Seth Jones. Give us some names to look at uh, aside from that man in Columbus, that the man that everyone is looking at right now across the league. So, Joe, looking at one trade target outside of Seth Jones that kind of has your eye, who would that be? Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, the guy I would go with is John Klingberg. Um, he, his name came up back in, during the season around the trade deadline. Uh, Dallas, the Dallas Stars are right up against the salary cap. And they know down the pike that they have to pay Miro Heiskanen, who has just been a breakout defenseman for them. He's going to have to be – he's due a major payday. Um, so they're trying to offload some money. And John Klingberg has been one of their top defensemen. He was their top defenseman. You know, before Heiskanen, he was clearly their number one defenseman. And he has been for a number of years. Um, he's still 28 years old. Um, the thing with Klingberg, and this is similar to Seth Jones, is he only has this coming season on his deal. And then he's on a restricted free agent. So if you're going to mortgage any assets that you feel good about, you probably want to work on an extension with a guy like Klingberg. Um, so that's not only putting together a package, having to clear space for him. It's also about extending him because I don't think you want to give up prospects and have the chance that you're going to lose out on everything after one season because I don't think the Flyers are approaching this season like they're a Stanley Cup contender this coming season and I think it would be a mistake to approach the season that way Um, 
that's not how the teams that win the Stanley Cup approach season. So in, if that's the case, what's the point of trading for a guy like John Klingberg unless you're going to extend him and he's going to be part of your future? Now, Klingberg is um, – the past few years, he's, he's kind of improved his defensive game with each year. He used to be your, your prototypical offensive defenseman. He's become more sound. Uh, not big, I'm not big on the analytics, but I know the analytics are a lot more friendly to a guy like Klingberg than they are to Seth Jones. And that's because of the improvements on his defense, on the defensive side of his game. And, you know, I, it's going to take work. It's going to take a lot of work, but I feel like any of the guys we're going to talk about in this particular discussion, it's going to take work by the flyers to get space open, to have these guys on their number. Now, I should point out, if Seattle were to take Shane Goss to spare, that he, him, he and Klingberg's cap hits for this coming season are almost identical. So that's one thing to keep an eye on for sure. Um, so, I, you know, again, it's, it, it t- it's going to take major work, but I think the Flyers need major work. Yeah. And they need to approach this offseason like, they do have to make wholesale changes. There are wholesale changes that need to be made. Now, how Chuck Fletcher is able to find a way to make those changes, I think that's the challenge because in any of these trades, you're probably going to have to give up prospects because the guys that make a lot of money on the Flyers all have a lot of term left on their deals. And I don't think teams at this coming out of these you know, these two COVID seasons, I don't think teams are going to be lining up to take on a lot of term. Um, so you you might have to part with a guy like Morgan Frost or a Tyson Forrester, guys that you have high expectations for. Also guys that don't make any money. So you're going to be have to have to be creative on a, a second part to be able to fit the part you get by dealing the prospects away. So it's definitely a challenge, but if, if the object, if it, if the point, like if the starting point is Seth Jones, you're already in the mode that we're going to offload money somewhere else. And if it's not Seth Jones, I'd have my eyes on John Klingberg for sure. Yeah. As we know, the Flyers need help on defense. John Klingberg will be a way to do it. Uh, Chuck Fletcher has linked up with Jim Nill, the general manager of the stars in a trade before uh, with the Flyers. He got Tyler Pitlick from Dallas. So he's done some business there with him recently yeah, John Klimberg certainly seems like a pretty decent plan B. Uh, very similar to the caveat with Seth Jones is, like you said, Joe, he can be an unrestricted free agent after next season. And that's the big, the big issue with Seth Jones is the Flyers and any team that may be interested in him, they want to think and believe and hope that Seth Jones wants to stay here long term and that he's not just coming here for a year and then ready to hit the market on restricted free agency. Uh, that's because he's going to require a haul. And a team does not want to give up a haul for a one-year rental where the guy says, hey, you know, I'm here for one year and uh, now I'm going to hit the UFA market and see what I can get. Uh, he, he needs to be interested in staying here long-term if teams are really going to give up uh, what the Blue Jackets want to get Seth Jones. You think he could slide in pretty nicely next to Ivan Provov, Joe? Absolutely. I yeah. think he absolutely could. And I think it'll enhance both guys' games. Um, we've seen Provorov excel with another – solid, really good defenseman next to him. 
um, brought out the best as it does to any, as it would for any player. Um, so I, I think he is a, he would be a perfect fit for the Flyers. Um, you know, again, I, I, I approach these with very hesitantly because of the Flyers cap situation. It's just, it's because I, to me, anybody that's worth a target, a trade target is going to come with some, you know, it, it's, it's not going to alleviate your cap. Let's put it that way. Um, you're not going to find guys like that around the league, especially a team like the Flyers in the position they're in currently. Um, you know, you're not looking for, if you want to get better, if you want to make this sooner rather than later, you need to get some veterans in here. And we've mentioned the Flyers need for a number one defenseman couldn't be more, uh, you know, more, it, it just couldn't be more glaring their need for that to fill that spot there next to Provorov on the top pair. And, you know, um, yeah, I, Klingberg, Jones, um, there's a few other guys we've talked about on previous pods that I'm sure we'll get into in just a little bit here. I'm interested to hear who your guy would be, though. Sure. Yeah, and, and I'll say this, too. Um, some people that are itching for the Flyers to make moves now, it, there's a reason why they don't, they're not very popular during the Stanley Cup or before the season's over for many reasons. One, there's an expansion draft this year. So the Flyers are probably not waiting, but seeing what they're going to lose in the expansion draft. How much cap relief will they get in the expansion draft? Who will they still have here after the expansion draft in order to talk trades? So that is one thing. And then to let the Stanley Cup final conclude, you just have a better picture of the landscape when the season is officially over. You know, you have a better picture of what teams are maybe looking for or looking to do. Um, a, a lot of times, sometimes you sign your RFAs first uh, because it gives you a better picture or a better look at your cap picture um, after you deal with your RFAs first and then before you get into free agency. You just have a better idea of what you're what your overall outlook looks like on your roster and your cap situation. That's why these things can take a little bit of time. They get kind of deeper into the off season uh, and into July, obviously this year for trades to kind of go down. Flyers talk is brought to you by great railing. Stop into great railing for the highest quality and lowest prices on all your railing, decking and fencing needs. Joe, I'm going to have some fun. I'll first talk about a defenseman, but I'm going to have some fun and get into a bigger name at a different position I'll first, though, talk about Matt Dumba. I think Dumba could be an attractive guy for them. He's a guy that Chuck Fletcher and Brent Flair know very, very well. They had him in Minnesota. They drafted him. They helped develop him. Uh, he had some of his best seasons under Fletcher and Flair. He's also had some, uh, some seasons with Mike Yo, the Flyers defensive coach. Um, so I could see that being a guy the Flyers could be attractive, attracted to. Uh, Dumba uh, had, had some term. And he has some money to him. He's under contract for the next two seasons at $6 million, but he's only 26 years old. Minnesota has some good depth on defense, so perhaps they're looking to move a defenseman, get help elsewhere, clear a little bit of cap. Um, for a guy that could be hitting unrestricted free agency in a couple of seasons. So I think Matt Dumbo could be very attractive to the Flyers. Good puck mover, skilled, has experience, and the Flyers know him well. So I think Matt Dumbo could be a guy to keep an eye on. But, Joe, I'm going to have some fun and look at a much bigger name 
on the wing. I'm going to say Johnny Gaudreau. I, I, I'm having fun here because I know it's a big name, a guy that Flyers fans have kind of adored and been infatuated with for a little while now. I think the sizzle to that has kind of um, faded a little bit because Gaudreau has had some two rough seasons in the past two with the Flames, rough by his standards, because in 2018-19, he had a 99-point season, 30-plus goals. Uh, the last two years have not gone particularly well for the Flames, and he's going to be a big name because – He's coming to the end of a big deal. He's making $6.75 million uh, next season, and then he can hit unrestricted free agency. So the Flames could be looking to move him if they don't think he has a future here and they're not looking to sign him. Uh, that would give them cap relief, and it would also allow them to cash in on that really attractive trade chip. Why I would like Johnny Goudreau for the Flyers, one, I still really like his age. He's only 27. I believe he turns 28 at some point going into next season. I still think there's a lot of good hockey for him. I think he needs a change of scenery. Why not Philadelphia? He's from that area. As we all know, he's from South Jersey. He's from the area. Um, he knows the Flyers. Uh, coming home could probably do a lot for him in terms of rejuvenating him. And, and he played with Kevin Hayes in college, and they had dynamic, a dynamic, dynamic season together when they were at Boston College. Uh, they played on the same line. Uh, I think that's a guy that you can make really happy by bringing him to Philadelphia. You could also make Kevin Hayes and some others around him very happy. And you could probably get a sense that he will want to stay here. If you get him, you get him for one year. And then obviously he can hit unrestricted free agency. But I think there's a lot here in Philadelphia that would make Johnny Goudreau happy, want to stay, want to resign. And I think most of all, it would really, really excite the fan base for so many reasons. Um, and I think it would help them score goals. It would help get the team. Um, it would help many others on the roster, including Kevin Hayes, one of your prized guys. And also it would just totally bolster and excite the fan base, get people excited going into next season. So that's my fun pick, Johnny Gaudreau. I say, why not? Yeah, Jordan. So the, the last thing you hit on there is the thing I'll, I'll comment most on. Um, he's a Salem County native, Gloucester Catholic. Uh Johnny Gaudreau would sell tickets. Yeah. And I, I feel like John Klingberg is not going to sell tickets. I don't know that Seth Jones is selling tickets, maybe a few. Yeah. But Johnny Gaudreau, I can tell you, is selling tickets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that really uh, is a big factor in this. Now, and, you know, we're here on the East Coast, so we don't hear a ton. But over the past couple of years, it kind of seems like there's a – there was something – bad about the vibe of that Calgary team. Yeah. Those guys all got benched. If you remember a couple years ago for, it, I think they were showed up late for a practice, late for a game, something like that. Um, and it just seems like they have a bad mix of guys. They have a ton of guys that are talented on that team. Sean Monahan. Uh, we know that Mark Giordano has won an Norris trophy there, but for some reason they cannot get it together. Um, and we, we just heard drips and drabs of, I don't know if I want to say character issues, but I, character issues when it comes to their, like their, the play, not like legal stuff, but stuff in terms of like what kind of teammates some of these guys are and, and kind of, um, you know, I know, I know that they, they, uh, they clashed with some coaches out there. And, you know, maybe it's time for a change of scenery. 
you hear it, it's, it's cliche in sports that sometimes a change of scenery makes all the difference in the world. And I can tell you if Johnny Gaudreau is looking for a change of scenery, coming to his hometown team, I'm sure is probably near the top of his list of places to change that scene and kind of jumpstart. And you mentioned he's only 27 years old. Um, you know, I, I think that would be perfect. When you said, when you were, when you were going toward forward, I thought you were going to say Vladimir Tarasenko because <laughs> he just requested a trade. From yeah, Phil's in there, Joe, uh, with Tarasenko, obviously. I'm sorry? Phil us in there with Tarasenko and obviously. Yeah, yeah. He, so, yeah. He, so Tarasenko requested a trade from the St. Louis Blues. Uh, he, he's been off injured the past few seasons. And he apparently has some problems with the medical staff out there, which kind of makes sense. A handful of injuries, problems with the medical staff. And we do, what we do know is Tarasenko is an absolute beast when he is healthy. Um, there's a re- when a guy's nicknamed Tank and plays on the first line of a team, uh, I think that's a guy you would want on any team. Um, again, that's going to take a lot of work. The contract isn't small. None of the contracts are small for these guys that we're talking about. Um, so, you know, th- that's another guy that could be out there. Um, I will say this, though. Either of those moves would require the Flyers significantly investing in something that they themselves have acknowledged is not their biggest problem. Um, so th- I would be surprised if they made a huge splash in – terms of a forward only because they've acknowledged themselves that defenseman is their biggest issue. Now, if something crazy happens and they kind of overhaul the whole roster, all bets are off. Um, but I, I would be, I wouldn't say I'd be blown away surprised, but I would be surprised for sure. Yeah. And the Tarasenko news uh, was a report by the athletic uh, by Jeremy Rutherford who uh, is the Blues beat reporter. He came out and reported that Tarasenko was requesting a trade, why he wants out, um, possible destinations, all that stuff. So, yeah, just another guy, Joe, I think to throw into the mix. Um, why not talk about him? Uh, like you said, I wouldn't rule anything out with the Flyers. I really wouldn't. Uh, but as you mentioned, there are caveats with these because when trades, uh, you have to give up to get something. And uh, so, yeah, the Flyers are going to have to bite the bullet and, and perhaps part ways with prospects, p- perhaps – part ways with guys in-house on their roster, um, and they're going to have to make space for these guys. Johnny Goudreau is a fun one, and it makes a sense in a lot of ways, but, of course, they're going to have to give up a ton, a ton for Johnny Goudreau. I don't even know where to start with Johnny Goudreau if they were to acquire him, but I thought it was fun, and it's a guy um, that I think gives the Flyers something they lack, and that's elusiveness, uh, playmaking, quick, uh, fast speed, uh, that they need guys that can just go out and flat out make plays. Um, I think and they it's, like a bit of that. And it's an, an immediate injection of juice into the roster. As I said, the yeah. fan base, they want to see, they'll, they'll want to see him at camp, how he looks in the preseason games. They'll yeah. buy tickets to come out and see Johnny hockey. Yeah. You know, they will. And yeah. that's a huge draw for this franchise right now, because I mean, I, I, I think a lot of, the concern around the Flyers is that the that maybe things have gotten a little bit stale. It's been the same core here for a long time. Here's the problem I'll say, though. The Flyers need to unload cap. 
the problem is the guys that are carrying the bulk of their cap, all those guys have term left on their deal. So teams are not going to be lining up to trade for a, a Jake Voracek or, I mean, Claude Giroux will obviously take the extra hurdle of him with the no movement clause. I mean, teams aren't going to be lining up to take on deals. I mean, Travis Konechny has a, has a, obviously a new contract. So, you know, it's going to take those prospects to make the trade. And then you're going to have to find another partner to offload some sizable contract numbers. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's definitely, we've said it all along. Chuck Fletcher has his hands full here. He sure does. And that's why uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see at the expansion draft what happens on July 21st, who the Flyers lose, how much cap relief they get from that. Um, that could go a, a decent way into what the Flyers can do on the trade route in terms of making space for, for guys um, and also making space for guys via free agency, which starts on July 28th. Um, and yet we, we, the NHL, it boils down to winning and winning and, and making runs at the Stanley cup, but sports pro sports are businesses. And sometimes you make these decisions about the business and yeah, fact is Johnny Goudreau would be a, a, a very valuable business decision because like you said, the excitement that it would bring to the organization, to the fan base, not only would he sell tickets, but Jersey sales, um, things just across the board that would, uh, really do a lot to a fan base that grew very frustrated this season is very frustrated right now. Um, there was a lack of action last off season and they want to see action this off season. Johnny Goudreau, I think the Flyers would hope um, would be worth the risk of giving up what they would have to get to, to get him. Uh, but if anything, uh, if it, if it would result in a playoff run and Stanley cup runs in the years, in the years down the road, one thing is for sure is it would build excitement and certainly get people back on board and back into uh, Flyers hockey. So that was a fun one I saw. Um, and I think he, Johnny Goudreau is going to be a really popular name come the start of the season. If he's not moved this offseason, uh, his name will be really, really out there, given we'll see how he's playing. Um, and his name will be a real popular one throughout the season leading up to the trade deadline as well, just given that he can be a number center free agent and there's a payday coming. So um, a lot of fun talk. Well, Joe – Fun, as always, talking to you and talking trades. Always a fun topic. And as we know, that will be one way for the Flyers to get better, along with key dates across the end of July. The expansion draft coming up where they're going to lose a player but possibly get cap relief. Uh, the entry draft on July 23rd and 24th, where they'll get some new prospects. And, of course, free agency opens up on July 28th. So plenty of ways for the Flyers to get better, and we'll have our eyes and ears peeled for all of those things. But great chatting with you as always, Joe. Thanks so much. A special thank you to Ben Berry, our podcast producer as well. And Flyers fans, as always, thank you for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. Wherever you get your podcast, please rate and subscribe. And we cannot wait to talk to you next time. Bye.